so um, I wanted us to have like a song too. Yeah, I would like to have a song. Um, but I didn't know. I thought maybe you and I could improv a song right now to be the opening song. Okay. Um, but I don't like, you know. What? Is that your phone? I didn't turn my phone off. It's fucking rude. No one texts me either. Like, why am I getting a text right now? <laughs> I have to remember to call my work in like an hour or two. Why? Because I need to know if anything in there that needs extra special care before everybody leaves work. Oh, my prescription is ready at CVS Pharmacy. Oh my, this has just gone down. Okay, so podcast intro, like, podcast, doo-doo-loo, two hoes, two hoes, whorehouse on the hill, from Delco, whorehouse on the hill, oh yeah, it's the whorehouse on the hill, two hoes, two hoes, don't roll your skirt too short, everybody's gonna wanna be up in that shorts. Fuck high school. Court. And, uh... Sports. Boop, boop. I grew up in Upper Darby. Boop, 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 State Road. Boop, 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 State Road. It was just an outpatient care facility. Boop, 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 I'll go in and I'll mix it. I'll nice. mix. I'll mix it up. Nice. Um, Bye. So okay. So uh, this is the about episode of Two Hoes from Delco with uh, Beth Hindley and Marine Cummings. Beelzebub. Um, that's my cat. Obviously, it's a cat that's it's making that noise. Me. Some people think that. Yeah. We'll get into that in the cat episode when we do the cat episode. Uh, so this is the about episode, though, and we're going to like talk about ourselves so that as you listen to the rest of the episodes, you kind of have a base understanding of uh, what this show is about, who Maureen and I are, so you feel more comfortable listening to us. Because we care about your feelings. We do care about your feelings. We're empathetic. Empathetic. You go first. Tell us about you. Tell okay. All right. I'll go first. I mean, it makes sense because uh, my name comes before yours in the alphabet. Although, if we were in grade school, I would be behind you in line because my last name's Heinley. Yeah. Was and you're coming. So, so, if you're going by the first name. Not yeah. I, when I actually, when I, uh, as I'm older and I put together events, oh, so I'm also, I'm an artist and I also curate shows as well because that's what local artists do in their city. And when I curate shows, actually, I always put the artists in order of their first name. And it's literally because in grade school, I uh, like would have to be ordered by your last name. And I just thought that was bullshit when I was little. 
So, um, also, Even though you're an H, so that's not that bad. Um, what? Being an H? Well, it was good for being like uh, able to sit like in the back of the class. Like H was kind of in the back of the class because mm -hmm. we also sat alph alphabetically too. Yeah. Catholic school, man. It's like yeah. prison. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, anyway, yeah. So I went to Catholic school from actually from like fifth grade to high school. Uh, I went to, so we're two hoes from Delco here. I'm from Lansdowne, Pennsylvania, which is a small suburb of Philadelphia. It's a square mile, um, big, wide, big. Anyway, it's a square mile. Uh, it's very, so it's small. It's kind of like a worthless kind of little square. Uh, there is actually an East Lansdowne, mm -hmm. believe it or not. It doesn't really make sense since, since it's so small, but the, mo the people who are most poor in Lansdowne lived in East Lansdowne. So, I was and, gonna say that's the bad area. Yeah, like, and I think that's how East Lansdowne got its name. And then also, so I grew up on like the brink of East Lansdowne because I was on Stratford Avenue um, right before, right, right at Wycombe and Stratford and we had the Acme down the street and we also had the Radiation House on I our block. the Radiation House. Yeah. Um, I was like, we actually just moved into our house when the radiation house, which is for those of you who don't know in Lansdowne, um, there was a house, uh, that, okay. I don't know everyone's names, but it was a professor from university of Penn and, uh, Penn, yeah, yeah. Right. You have Penn and I forget his name. I don't know, but I can't wait till we back check this and see how much of like your what I know because this is I wasn't expecting to talk about this actually just I just whatever so he did some kind of he did experiments with like radon or something like that and or whatever and then um in his house and he buried like in his backyard or it got into the soil of his foundation of his house and before you knew it it like spread through um the soil throughout the lands, the whole Lansdowne area. And actually it was dubbed like um, a, what was, what is that like? A government like site, like government fund site. So basically we were all then um, funded by the government. This is so horrible. We were, we were funded to like every house that had this radiation like in it from a certain degree would have to be torn down and removed. So the um, government was paying for this. To and the government was pay paying for this to happen because these were like huge, like colonial house houses, like um, Which single were also homes. All haunted. Haunted. Oh yeah, Lansdowne's very haunted. It's got. We have a lot of ghost haunted. stories. But in any case, the the whole like town like was affected. We had our house tested. It was fine. So I don't have any like radiation. I'm fine. Even though, glowing. yeah, even though like I was right down the street from it and, and like you, like all the people that came in to remove the soil and like brick by brick to tear down this house would like, there was like plastic tunnels. It was like, it looked like ET to me. Remember at mm -hmm. the end of ET when yeah. like, it was exactly like that. It was crazy. Um, everyone was that they have the hazmat suits on and I was like there with in my bike like on my bike I would ride my bike to that corner just and like just watching just yeah like and 
And it's like, part of me is like, is this a fake memory because it's so much like E.T.? But it's, it's really not. It's actually really not. And I remember thinking it was really surreal too when I was little. I was like, this is surreal because I love E.T. And is E.T. in that house? What is going on here? And uh, I think I was like five or six. Anyway, then the houses all got rebuilt brand new, these are like five bedroom, you know, yeah, houses, brand new, houses. beautiful houses, and they all got rebuilt. So there's all these brand new, beautiful houses, but then uh, they're really cheap though, because uh, nobody really wants to live there because the school tax is so high. So there's like these brand new, beautiful houses that are going for like 200 grand, 300 grand, not that much. Um, and the property taxes are like, I mean, you're gonna be paying at least six to 12 grand a year in property taxes in Lansdowne. Wow, I didn't know that. It's crazy. Anyway, um, <laughs> wait, okay, so I'm from Lansdowne. Um, and we should, we'll, we'll do, maybe we'll do like a Lansdowne Upper Darby episode, because you're from Upper Darby. And um, I went to art school. I am timing myself, by the way. Um, we're only gonna do 15 minutes, each of us. I feel like I'm rambling on, but. So, uh, and then I went to art school. I went to the Art Academy in Cincinnati in Ohio. I, I opted to be like punk rock and go to the Midwest for art school versus New York or here in Philadelphia. There's a lot of art schools in Philadelphia. We're really lucky. Um, and now I do performance art. And I also, I, I make art objects. I do. Um, I don't take them seriously though. Mostly I show them in like a gallery and then I throw them out. So that's how I feel about art objects. And then I, uh, my comics, I have a weekly journal comic called The Three O'Clock Book, which actually originated in high school with Maureen. Maureen and I would draw comics together. Bub, that's just, that's just rude. That's just rude. Can you get that egg out of his bowl? Because he's just gonna keep playing with that. Real piece of shit, Bub. You're a real piece of shit. <laughs> um, yeah, Marie and I would draw comics in high school, and we called our we called our book the Three O'clock Book, which is why I call my journal comic today the Three O'clock Book, and that's weekly on theartblog.org. If you're interested, I'm pretty funny. Pretty funny. Pretty funny. People think I'm funny. Some people think she's funny. My comics, not me personally, um, and then. Uh, what other? I also have a New Yorker caption um, cartoon that I do, which is like every day I do a New Yorker caption to the same drawing that I drew like three months ago. It's just this same drawing, different caption every day. It's called Real New Yorker Cartoons. And uh, that's not that funny because, I mean, it's tough to come up with a new caption every day. I like it though. Yeah, whatever. It's fine. Also, I have a Patreon where I do my performance art if you want to join it. Um, there's comics too. I, I have like a memoir that I'm working on because that's like most alternative comic artists, that's what you're supposed to do. Or at least it seems that way, is to write a memoir of your life in, the, in the comic form. So I have that and that I only share with my Patreons. I don't share it with anyone else. It's just between me and them. And then I do performance art for them. So it's patreon.com forward slash Beth Heinley, B-E-T-H-H-E-I-N-L-Y. All lowercase, no space. Um, Does the lowercase matter? 
You know what? I haven't tested it. I'm sure it probably doesn't matter. Um, Everyone go test it. I, I mean, it does matter. I feel like it matters for Gmail because I always, I do always say all lowercase, no space. Maybe it just feels good to say that. Um, let's see, what else about myself? Uh, oh, duh, the most like obvious thing. I am, uh, I identify as female. That's my gender. I go by she and her. I'm, I'm cool with they too. And actually a lot of the times, like I, when people are like, oh, her, or like, oh, she'll help you. Something like that. Like I actually do get like, who are you calling she? She is the cat's mother. Yeah. Like that, like there are times where I'm like, you know what? Call me they. Why? Because there's so many. Well, I don't know. There's there just like, people? I just feel like she and her sometimes sounds like really offensive to me. Sometimes I get pissed off when people say like, who are my friends who are being friendly and they go, oh, hey girl. Or, or they go, girl. And I'm like, who are you calling girl? Like, I'm a fucking woman. Woman? Yeah. Okay. I'm a fucking woman. And I don't like that. So that's my gender. And then um, I'm straight. I'm kind of straight. <clears throat> I mean, I definitely thought about dating women before, but only because it got to a point in my 20s where I was single for so long. And only the only interesting people I met were female. And like guys just continually were like really not cool to me. And I was like, well, I mean, I guess if like women are more interesting, maybe I should start dating them. And, uh, but then I met my, my current boyfriend, Gus, and we've been together for like 10 years now. So I think I'm straight. And um, I also, oh, the other, I also identify with asexuals too, because I kind of get that whole like, living romantically in your head like fantasy oh thanks bub that reminds me i also identify with furries i get Ew. that i know you. yeah know. i totally get that and also uh the robin hood animated mm -hmm. movie was i was obsessed with that when i was little like obsessed and when i would play house i would play house with stuffed animal animals stuffed animals and I would pretend that I was an animal and I would rather play house with animals and pretend I was an animal than play house with human babies. So I identify with fairies, like hardcore. Well, I did that, but I just don't make it, I don't sexualize it. Like, How did you yeah. not sexualize playing house not when you were little? When I was like a cat or something. When you were a cat, then you were like, I have no sexuality and now I'm a cat. Yeah, I was probably neutered or spayed, which say you neuter your pets. <laughs> you should. <laughs> Okay, fine. All right. I guess uh, I don't want to share with you my playing house stories then, because now I feel like this isn't a safe space. I'm judging you. Um, Anything you say, I'm what, judging you. Uh, what else about me? Oh, wait. Okay. Oh, I'm white. I'm a white person. Mm -hmm. And sure a lot, like, Delaware County is predominantly white, yeah. wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah. Um, there's, some, there's like a pocket of Asian people. Oh, yeah, there is, all around, like, 69th Street. Yeah, and, I mean, there's still, like, Irish areas in Delaware County. Like, oh, straight-off-the-boat Irish people, yeah. Yeah. Havertown has straight-off-the-boat Irish people. Upper Darby has straight-off-the-boat Irish people. Um, 
Um, but actually, like, Yaden and parts of Lansdowne is also black people. Mm-hmm. So, Darby. but I would say a majority of Delaware County, and this is, like, um, commonly known, is, is, an, is a result of white flight, is what they called mm-hmm. it. Is when, like, for instance, my parents are from, my, are from Philadelphia. Like, my, my father and my mother, my mom's from Southwest Philly. And uh, and my dad, let's not talk about my dad. But in any case, um, a lot of the suburbs that's that's what they that's what they are, and it's common in cities across the United States. That's like kind of how um, our fucked up racial racist society works. And but I would say over the years, the suburbs are in Delaware County have been really urbanized in the sense where I think there's a lot of cultures hanging out there and it's not um, all white people. True. But um, then, so then what happened was then those white people moved to media and then they moved to like Glen Mills. So, and then where else? Westchester? Yeah, so whatever, fuck those white people. And um, yeah, now I live in Philly and I love it. Um, you know, Lansdowne's cool. I would still buy a house there, but I don't want to pay that property tax. No, why would you? Um, and yeah, so I think that's it. Oh wait, so okay, straight, white, female, um, artist, comic artist, shared some awkward uh, stories. And let's talk about you, Maureen. All right. Let's get to know you. Okay, my name is I'm going to stop the timer. Your name is Maureen. It's Maureen Cummings, which is a hilarious last name. Cummings Heinley is Cummings a, Heinley. a great pair. Yes, it is. Um, so, yeah, most people react when they see my last name, even though it's super common. They still are inappropriate and immature when it comes to my last name. Oh, is that why your handle is like MoCom? Yeah, MoCom. Because you're not playing into that at all. No, I'm really mature. (laughs) Extremely mature person. Um, Yeah, I grew up in Upper Darby, PA. That's for Pennsylvania, PA. And um, I went to Catholic school as well. I went to Catholic school the entire time I was in school. And Catholic school super fucked up. Um, So I grew up in St. Lawrence Parish, and then I went to Archbishop Prendergast High School. I graduated in 1999, and then I went to LaSalle University and graduated. I went to Prendy, too, by the way. Yeah, I didn't say she that. Went to Prendy. We were and St. Phil's. And St. Phil's. You yes. went to St. Lawrence? I went to St. Lawrence. Um, Which, can you talk about your St. Saint, Saint Lawrence? Oh, God. Um, wait, is he the, is, are you talking about um, the, the statue? Burns yeah, death? that's at your church. Yeah, oh my God, I forgot about this. So the statue is like holding like this like flame thing, and I think, of, you know, the statue of St. Lawrence. And I, it was because he supposedly was like a jokester. And when he was, you know, getting burnt to death on the flame from for like being catholic or christian mm-hmm. he um he said to the people that were killing him supposedly turn me over this side's done like that was a story that the nuns would tell us like 
hilarious. Thank Nuns you. tell you Nuns. some fucked up stories. When I was man. in third grade, this woman, woman, she, wait, hold on, Anne. real. I know this story, but real quick. But my favorite part about St. Lawrence, the statue at your church, is that he's standing on a grill. Right. Isn't, like, I mean, I just, like, because then you're like, because he got, he got burnt to death. Yeah, but it insinuates that he didn't get burnt to death, that he was barbecued. Well, yeah, I mean, turn me over, I'm done. I know. I just love uh, just how disturbing that is. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling this, I haven't thought about that in so long, and it really is fucking disturbing. I, I, uh, that's one of my favorite of your stories, so I'm glad I brought it up. It's funny. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, because nuns, like, they would, they'd be like, you never, we had this one nun that would always be like, you never know, like, make sure you say your prayers at night because you never know when God's coming for you. I had, like, a horrible anxiety for my entire life about death because of this woman. It what did she awful. say something about, like, you're supposed to, like, do something to the pillow? Write Jesus on your pillow. <laughs> Like in, in like just take your finger and write the word Jesus on your pillow in case you, you go die. To bed in case you die in their sleep. And why? That's not official, by the way, guys. That is some crazy nun shit. That that nothing in what the Catholic Jesus Church thing? says to write Jesus no. in the pillow before you go to bed. <laughs> no, it's okay. Not in the Bible. <laughs> um, that's like on her. She has yeah. some kind of OCD. She is. That's like she was. She was just awful. She's probably she's dead. She's a mean lady. I know that she's dead. I've never, like, I, there's very, there's hardly any nice nuns. I have met some nice nuns. There are, there are cool, definitely cool nuns. Yeah. But there's a lot of really shitty ones, just like any profession. Yeah. Um, anyway, sorry um, to interrupt you there. So uh, you went to St. Lawrence. Yeah, I went to St. Lawrence, and then I went to Prendy, which is an all-girl high school, which was like a double, like, whammy of suck. Catholic. Mm all-girls high school although now i have to say i'm really glad i went to an all-girls high school um, i liked it i liked it then i didn't i hated it but oh you were boy crazy yeah i was super boy crazy yeah. but um which there you go straight pretty yeah. straight for the most part and there you go with me like maybe kind of not straight because like i definitely wasn't boy crazy but like Duh, like I liked boys, but I mostly thought boys in high school were stupid. Well, I don't think that makes you not straight. I just think I just wasn't as excited about them. Other things, yeah. I just was like Marine with it. was a fucking whore. Yeah, in high school. Whore. I was always um, <laughs> okay, so then you went to LaSalle. Then I went to LaSalle, and I was a whore there too. And there were boys you were there. probably like, wait, were you a whore in college? I mean, I was like slutty, but I wasn't a whore. I didn't have sex with with people unless I was like in a relationship. It was my boyfriend or something. But I'm trying to think who you uh, broke up with your high school boyfriend freshman year. Then uh, tone. you did tone. Tone. Oh, tone. He was so hot. Yeah, he was hot. Yeah. yeah, I had a crush on him too. I mean, he being 19 years old and like he was, really hot. He was a really really hot like. Very good looking. Just no question about it. And he like sold pot. Roxborough. He was and from Roxborough. No, he was from Maniunk. What? Oh, he Maniunk? Was in, like, oh, the heart of Maniunk. okay. And, um, and, and like, uh, he sold weed. Yeah. And like, but it was like the little Nick bags with like, that you had to pick like the, the seeds and stems out. Like, <laughs> what? A, what a creep. Yeah, he was also, wasn't he though? Like, a, like, he was awful. He was like also like a dick. Mm -hmm. um, all right, so, and then, 
we don't have to define your college experience through boys, but um, it's pretty much you, how it's and then, but you were, you were going to be a psychology major, weren't you? And then you switched yeah, to I was communication. Yeah, major and I couldn't pass um, calculus, so. Damn it, is that really what it is? That's what it was, so oh. I decided to. Math was, you were always bad at math, I yeah. I think I have like a learning disorder. No, the, math is like a, a gift. I'm serious. I think math is a gift. Yeah. There's people who are just like, think like that. Yeah, that's true. That's like true. me, for instance. I was really good at math. Not me. Not me. Um, and then I worked at an insurance company for a while in the marketing department. I was an executive assistant right after college. And um, I remember th you have the craziest boss stories. Yeah. He was... An interesting man. Um, I used to have to go get his lunch every day. Like he was the executive vice president. Wait, what was his day. name? Because we would talk about him on a first name basis. Marine and I lived together after college. Yeah, BT Sean, Dubs. Sean. Sean. And you would like you had him on a first name. Oh God. <laughs> you I would mean, come home every day. Every day. He was just a gem, really. He used to talk about all the time how he's a safe made, self-made, multi-multi-millionaire who pulled himself up by his bootstraps. I mean, he and works in insurance. Yeah, he's an insurance salesman. Did you ever watch The Office, the comedy show? Yeah. Is that was that what it's like there? I mean, I understand it's, The Office is a paper company, but I yeah. just always think like Office like culture is like that. I've it never had like a desk job it myself. Is like that. Um, a little bit more exaggerated, but yes, like it's a bunch of people trying to pass the time, figuring out how to do like the least amount of work, <laughs> just to not get fired. You know, that's really what it, what it is to work in an office. And then all you're doing is like sitting behind your desk, like secretly watching everybody else because you're fucking bored. You know, and then so crazy. You know what I mean? It is. It's very, and you're just thrown in with all these random people, uh -huh. and you have to like solve all your life problems there because that's the only time of your day that you're not living your life. So the whole time you're like sitting behind a desk, like trying to figure out like your life fucking problems. It's like that. So yeah, I worked there, and then I worked in the law office, and then um, I became a vet tech. Well, you uh, forgot the University of Penn. Oh, what God, would you yeah, do there? Like, you would, like, time. spin blood? Well, yeah, I would spin blood. Just spinning, spinning blood, spinning blood. Um, remix. So, yeah, I was a um, data coordinator for Phase 1 Cancer Studies, which sounds really awesome, but really I was just doing data entry. However, funny enough, 10 years later, I'm working... Um, at a veterinary clinic as a tech, and we're actually involved with um, clinical studies. So I'm actually using that. Wow. My life that I really thought was just a horrible waste. Um, and it you, horrible it's pretty. Like, it's cancer studies, but like really of, of what I was actually doing, like, okay, fuck you. Like, Penn is not a good place to work. Yeah. It's really, there's like a lot of nepotism and. I mean, talk about places where people are just trying to not do work. Like, it's just a mess. Um. You have a really great... I, I think your current situation is 
pretty much a dream come true, I think, for a lot of a animal lovers. Yes, like, because you also is. like live above the vet. Yeah. And I mean, it's because you have to treat you treat animals like twenty four seven. Yeah. For them. So like today's a Saturday, so like I'll have to go. I work at a veterinary hospital that is also a boarding facility, and I live upstairs from it. And um, I'm a vet tech, so like I give the animals their medication. So if your animal was to come and stay for a week and it had to take medication, like for like a lot of animals are on Prozac. Um, so I which I was it. shocked by. Oh, so many of them are. Um, it was. It's mostly dogs though. Cats aren't on Prozac. I think they can be. But for I feel like more often, though, are dogs more often on I Prozac so, than yeah, cats? I think so, because you're probably seeing the... Oh, I can't... ...be more problematic when you have a dog with an anxiety problem because they'll be, like, destroying things and fighting people uh -huh. or pissing on the floor or something. Where yeah. cats, the only time you really see it is if they are peeing outside the litter box. Um, and it's not, like, because they're sick. It's because they're depressed. Exactly. When, they, when wow. everything else is. And bad. I just think you have to be like a really bad cat owner. If that were to happen, it'd be yeah, your fault. Yeah, horrible. If your cat it'd goes be your the fault. outside the litter box, it's because you're percent your fault. You're a cold cat owner. Yeah, you're not. It's because you're not giving the cat the love that it needs in order to survive and thrive. And when your cat is urinating or defecating outside of the litter box, it is a straight fuck you. And I hope that your cat is pissing and shitting on your clothes as well. This is what your vet's thinking it. of you when you're coming. You deserve it. Yes. And like when you're like, oh my God, I couldn't get him in the box. My cat, I couldn't get him in the box. And you're like, fuck you. Like, I can't wait <laughs> for our cat dog episode. Yeah. We're going to do a cat dog episode. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, well, okay, basically, so. yeah, anytime you go to your vet's office, they're just thinking about what a stupid loser you are. Oh, you know what? Also, I forgot to talk about our astrological signs which i think oh, is important too yeah it's you're... really important because we're the best sign capricorn i'm leo also i recently did my chart and i realized my moon sign is in pisces uh -huh. and so i think that's actually really fucked up it is because so it means i'm extra too. sensitive yeah well mine are fucked up because it's like my moon sign is in aries uh -huh. so aries is like a really Real headstrong fire. fiery yeah. like impulsive where like my sun sign is in Capricorn which is like the more like you know like plodding along like holding back whatever so I'm just like a really fucked up person because I'm like super anxious and I feel like I have to work really hard but at the same time fuck you I don't want to work really hard and like I just want to stay in bed all day or like get drunk or something like that mm -hmm. like I have to get into some like fucked up adventure so it just took me a really long time to grow up but Capricorns also are known to get better with age. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. And I've seen, I, I think it's true, like the yeah. Capricorns that I know. I'm pretty sure Leos get worse. I don't know. I feel like Leos turn into, I think this is happening to me, um, it like because they need to be the center of attention, and then if, if they get older and they actually don't become the center of attention, then they just have delusions of grandeur. Probably. And I think that's what's happening to me. Yeah, you are really crazy. Yeah. Although, uh, so am I. I'm just crazy in a totally different way. Well, I mean, I choose... I'm like, this is, podcast is my idea. I mean... Actually, at all the end podcasts of the day, are best idea. This is something an aging Leo would do. 
<laughs> just see, have her, everyone listen to me talk. And also because, also again, because of my Pisces moon sign, if anyone makes fun of me, I, I might like get really, really upset. It would really burst yeah. my bubble. She does get like that. She cries. How many Leo friends do you have? Oh, You're like the that. only one. That's crazy, because I was going to say, too, I love Capricorns. Yeah. Like, I'm a huge Capricorn fan. And actually, out of all my friends, like, that I'm close to, and I have, and I have a lot of, you know, close friends, but, like, people that I get along with very easily, where it's, like, mm -hmm. conversation just, like, flows, and we have, like, kind of the same uh, outlook on life and all that kind of, you know, happy stuff. And they're Capricorns. What's your rising sign? Um, I think it's, oh, shit, I just did it. I was more obsessed with the moon because of the whole sexuality thing, mm -hmm. so I remembered that. Um, the, the trifecta is important. The I feel like it was something bad, like Taurus or something. Bad. And I don't mean Taurus is bad, but I think Taurus is, like, really conflicting with Leo, and I think that's, it was something that I was, like, Well, my body yikes. design is Taurus, so that would make sense. Oh. Oh, wow. Maureen, you just were way too rough with my cat. Oh, sorry for that really loud. rough with my cat. He loved it. Bob, are you okay? Did oh, she hurt you? Up. Did she hurt you? Ridiculous. Yeah, he's like, yeah. What did you do that made him meow like that? I went up to him and I went like this to him. That hard? Do it again. Was it like that? I hope I bruise you. That wasn't that hard. No, I just smushed him down. He like was that. being dramatic. He's being dramatic. Oh, shit. Um, okay, so that's the it. That's the end. Uh, that timer was uh, marking the end of the about episode. So I hope uh, you learned some valuable things. Maureen, you feel good on on uh, your intro about yourself? No, but I'll never feel good about it. Wow, that's take that take that home with y'all because that says a lot. And I also hate people that say y'all, by the way. No, why would you say that? It's use. That's what Philly people say. You say use. I never said use. I never did to either until like now. Like, in, and only an email. And also just to purposely be like, don't say y'all at me. It really all pisses of me you. off. Just everyone can say all of you. And people in uh, Pennsylvania, mid like Pittsburgh area, Pennsylvanians, they say yins. For they, they instead of for use, it's yins. Yins. Y i n s. What the yins. fuck are you talking about? That's what people say in Pittsburgh. Glad I don't live in Pittsburgh. So anyway, all right. So stay tuned uh, for more episodes, and uh, thank you for listening to us talk about ourselves. Uh, we enjoyed it. Yeah, I could do this all day. I really could. It's actually even hard to stop doing it right Super now. Hard. That's what she said. I grew up in Pennsylvania. State Road. It wasn't really an outpatient care facility. Too long.